The views and opinions expressed on Girl Truth are those of the person appearing on the program and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the Evelyn House. Welcome to Girl Truth. What lens are you looking through? A podcast by girls of color for girls of color, where we share our own stories, create our own narratives, and talk about things that are important to us. The first season of Girl Truth, What Lens Are You Looking Through, is sponsored by members of the Eva Lorehouse Board of Directors, Alexandria Leibowitz, Ashley Johnson, and Nancy Gilliam, our producer and advisor. Welcome to Girl Truth. Today, we are looking through the lenses of Layla and Taylor. Being able to live without having to be defined by your skin color is the hallmark of privilege. Lovey Ajayi. The topic for today is skin tone discrimination. Are we really able to dismantle the social meaning behind the color of our skin? Open your lens. Let's talk. I never saw color as a thing. Because, like, you know, I had black family members and I have white family members, and I just kind of thought, I thought both were beautiful. Like, it didn't really matter to me. Right. Because I kind of, naturally, I grew up with that. So, like, I'm, I mean, like, yeah, I don't know. When did you discover that people thought that black maybe wasn't beautiful? Or did you ever think of that? I don't really think of that until like now, like my teenage years now that like yeah. um, social media and whatnot. But like before that, I never really thought of it. But when you turned to a teenager, you, you said, yeah. You, I agree. Yeah? I do agree. Like why? What happened? Um, it's mainly when I moved from the school. I used to go to a school like Taylor. Like it was mainly Caucasian people. It was about 100 black people and like a few thousand um, people. <laughs> wow. So <laughs> I was one of those people. <laughs> and then I moved to Kappa, which is 80% black. Mm. So I was like, oh, okay. And, like, people talked about black issues more. You didn't really see that up there. It wasn't really a thing because nobody really talked about it. But when I went, I was like, oh, it's a thing. So when I was, like, 14, 15, that's when I was like, oh, okay. Black is, like, a little, it's it's, it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really hard out here for people, like, of color. So that's when I realized it. Yeah. Mm, did that change your whole viewpoint on like your, how you was yes, living and stuff um, I didn't really like my skin color because I didn't look like my friends I've never had black friends until I moved up here so when I was 14, 15 that's my first time ever having a black friend or, yeah. um, in my life So you too you said the same thing yeah mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. like, in 7th grade but it was only like two other girls like in elementary mm-hmm. like for the longest time I only um, had white or Asian friends and that was it wow and you think that's because you didn't like your black your, your no, skin No, it just color? wasn't many of us, and like uh, representation really wasn't on the same level as them. And my mom never talked about it. My stepdad's never talked about that that conversation with me ever. But you said you didn't like your skin color. No. Why? Because you wanted to look like everybody else. My friends, yes. Oh. And like I felt like they were very beautiful, and I was like, why am I not that color? I started realizing it there, but I just thought it was like a normal thing. But until I moved to Philly and realized black is beautiful. It's very beautiful, and I shouldn't feel that way about my skin color. I don't know if you ever saw that video. It's a really old video where, like, um, they set down two different baby dolls. They have the black one, and then they have the white one. And then kids oh, yeah. ask, um, and they ask the kids which one is beautiful to them, and they all pick the white one. Um, my mom did that with me when I was little, and I said both of them. I didn't know that I did. Like, she told me that, and I kind of, like, I don't know. I was never really, like, 
Like, yeah, like, as I got older, I would, I feel uncomfortable in spaces where I'm the only black person there, but, like, when I was younger, I never really thought of it. Like, it didn't really matter to me, I guess. Like, I, when you're a kid, you just, you don't really think much about, like, things around you. Like, you're just like, oh, okay. You take it for granted. Yeah. So, but now that I'm older, like, if I'm in a space where there aren't, and, like, even, like, um people of color at all like you don't have to be black if i'm in a space where i'm the only person of color like it kind of it makes me nervous same (laughs) before i was the only person but i never felt really nervous but now that i'm in a black and i like a mainly like black school like now that when i'm in like spaces where i am i'm really aware and it just makes me feel very highly uncomfortable yeah because before everybody's looking at me (laughs) yeah before it didn't really matter to me but like now like like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody's looking at me, and I'm like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Like, it's, it's awkward. Yeah. <laughs> but and now, I, I don't like attention, too. So, like, when people right. look at me, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, is there something on my face? And they usually like, are, though. It's not really everything's in the head. Yeah. Um, it's usually the spaces I've been in, like, they usually are, like, looking at you because, like, like, what are you doing here? And it's if not- I go to a fancy restaurant or something like that, oh, I would be like, only me and my mom went to this one restaurant. We were the only two um, black people there. And it was like a hundred people there, and it was so uncomfortable. And it's not always negative, but like I've yeah. experienced like negative looks, and I'm like, well, yeah, I think it's time for me to leave. <laughs> right. I didn't do anything, but you're just be here. Yeah. Right. It's, it's very uncomfortable, and it's really sad too, like that we have to feel uncomfortable in spaces when it just, it really doesn't matter. I'm here to eat, y'all here to eat too. Yeah, Why like, am I feeling uncomfortable? We both paying the money to, to get up, there, but... right? <laughs> and then somehow I want to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and not eat here and just go somewhere else. Well, you didn't leave, did you? No, we didn't. <laughs> About tomorrow, yeah, I, I paid really good go. money. And she was like, Layla, it doesn't matter. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, anyway, but, <laughs> but it was uncomfortable, though. So mm-hmm. That's all That's all right. They just want to see what you're putting on your, what you're putting on your chicken. <laughs> salt. <laughs> that's all. That's all. Uh, Honey, they put salt and pepper on their chicken. <laughs> Give me the salt. I'm gonna put. She did it three times. She did three. No, she did four. She did three. No, she did four. I saw. I counted. She did four. Thank you for tuning into this bonus edition of Girl Truth with our special guest, Bat Tribble, aka Len Webb, our engineer. Thank you for joining us. Girl Truth is recorded at. The Bat Base. Our engineer is Len Webb, a.k.a. Bat Tribble. A very special thank you to the Evelor House, a place we all call home. The Evelor House is a nonprofit organization dedicated to promoting the well-being and leadership of girls of color in the Philadelphia region under the leadership of Executive Director Sherilyn Watlington. Want to learn more about the Evelor House and Girl Truth? Visit us on the web at www.evelorhouse.org slash girltruth.org.